0: Log Talk Radio uh. He was on the third bushwhacker At the floor of Bama Lounge the northern boy just soaking in The virtues of the south Driven down from Boston He's a five feet of snow, Tapes after those white sugar strands to the Gulf of Mexico. Waved his hands in the air. As his voice rolls through the roof Spread in the message of his undisputed truth. Like an old time revival. His old spirits gave him wings. said this is the promised land. He's one of the hardest things in me. If you get that special feeling That goes deep into your bones If you've been moved By power cruise Coming out of Muscle Show If you have a dream war ego we well, got are down Roll tight You've been Pantized It is just a way of life That y'all have down here Smoking day Dreamland ribs wash down when I be. first face in Montgomery, and you know he saw the light. Came nothing like those sweet magnolia nights. the tight curves of a southern girl in those town day nights. Alabama gang from Huey Town or Rocket City, right? across. over here? It's Monday night and it's time to get Rowdy. Catch up on This Week in ARCA and NASCAR with news and comment. Plus, you never know who will stop by for a visit. Right here on the Rowdy mag Show. Here's your weekly radio duo, Rowdy and Mark.
1: All right, welcome back to another Rowdy Maglite Monday night. Hey, if you're not thunderstruck, the next 11 weeks coming up will thunderstrike you. Isn't that right, guys, for the Chi-Town duel? Uh, Jackman Jeff and Chi-Town Mark. How's it going tonight, guys?
2: It's going great, Rowdy. The only thing that would have been better is if Jeff and I had been able to see the feature races Saturday night instead of the rain. But otherwise... We had a great weekend. We saw one heck of a race Saturday, or Friday night, Rowdy. One heck of a race. What do you say, Jeff?
3: Oh, yeah, that was a great race. I was looking on Facebook today, and there were some clips of another race, and I'm like, man, I think our race was better than the finish that they had at that race. They were showing a dirt race, a couple laps of, uh, of battling. I'm like, man, that was nothing compared to the one we saw on Saturday, Friday night.
2: It was an all-race-long battle. All 74 laps went down to the wire.
1: I didn't realize you got rained out on Saturday night. I didn't know y'all got rained out.
2: We, we got some preliminary races in, Rowdy, uh, and they got the track dried, and they were about ready to run it, and another downpour hit. And Jeff and I looked at each other and said, it's time to go home. And hence we did. Uh, They didn't run it until yesterday afternoon, and it's just a little too far for Jeff and I to make it back.
1: I can understand that. Well, guys, hey, we're going to start the night out tonight at uh, 7.10. We got Kevin Reed at 7.10 Eastern time. We got Kevin Reed coming in, and we was talking earlier, he's back or maybe on his way home from uh, Toledo. They're testing there today, so I'm sure there's several cars and groups there today trying to get the handle for Sunday's race. That's race number five at Toledo or at Toledo race number five. And then uh, at 7:45 from uh, UNA, the University of Northwestern Ohio, we got Stephen Klaus calling in at 7:45 Eastern Time. And then coming back to the Rowdy Maglite Show to talk about Motorfest 2018. Ed Hunts. Uh, Ed's been on a couple of times last year, guys, t- talking about it, and hopefully Mark and I are going to be in town for Friday for this.
2: Yeah, we'll keep our fingers crossed on that one, my friend. <laughs> we'll see what happens, Rowdy. Yeah, I I, I would like to be there, and uh, if I can pull it off, I will.
1: Well, I understand that, uh, Mark. It. <laughs> You, you, you make your best plans and hope they come true. And after that, you just have to alter the, as they come.
2: And my, and my favorite co-pilot and one of my best friends won't be able to join me. So it it makes it just for a little longer trip than maybe it's, it, I'm capable of doing at this old, this old man wants to do at this age. So we'll see. We'll see.
1: Well, guys, we got, uh, Kevin's off to a good start with Venerini Motorsports. Uh, He got the Daytona win, and he got the uh, Salem
2: win. Uh, Two different drivers and two different types of tracks and two wins. No, Kevin's the complete package. He knows it all, Rowdy. He's been around quite a while. He's back with Venerini Motorsports after a little absence with another team. And that other team ran really well when he was there, too, so... Uh, he's he, he's got that touch. He's able to make uh, uh, whoever's driving the car that much better, and, and make him a you know a contender almost any time he's behind the wheel.
1: Well, I'm you know uh, Steve Klaassen's been in the works for a long time, guys, and I, we just kind of hadn't made that happen. But I think we're gonna have have that tonight at uh 7:45. But I think we got our first guest. <laughs>
2: All right,
1: Rowdy. All right, guys. I'd like to welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show uh, crew chief for Venturini Motorsports, Kevin Reed. Welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show, Kevin.
4: Hey, Rowdy, it's Todd.
1: Oh, Todd, well, (laughs) just a little early there. Sorry, Todd. (laughs) One part of the country. Hey, you sounded important, Todd.
4: Well, you know, uh, thanks. Hmm. I feel privileged for that.
1: Well, we missed you last week, Todd. Didn't hear from
4: you. Yeah, yeah I, uh, my truck's in the shop, and I, tonight I got a few minutes to call in, so I said, well, I got to call into the show. I missed well, the
2: always, we, we missed you too, Todd. We always appreciate when you go out to the Glen and, and talk to us.
1: Well, we got Don Don too on the other side. Uh, Todd, I don't know if you heard
2: about Don Don.
1: We got Kevin Reed calling in. Uh, we got Stephen Klaus calling in from Una, and then we got Ed Heinz calling in from uh, Motorfest.
4: Great lineup.
1: I think Ed had texted me. They had 51. Uh, 51- Over 50 drivers to sign autographs and still more to be announced.
2: Wow. Yeah, I guess it was a great success last year, and it was big enough that they were able to move it to a larger facility.
1: And they've got uh, a lot more activities going on, too, guys. They've got several other things going on, too.
4: Well, Rowdy, should we uh, kind of let the cat out of the bag for Pocono? Go ahead, Todd. Let it go. We uh, There is a new team, and they are running a 61 car in the ARCA race, and it is JP Racing. Uh, the gentleman's name is JJ Pack, and I'm looking forward to seeing how well they do for the very first start for
2: Pocono. Well, a big welcome from the Rowdy Maglite show to the team and hope they have a good run. And, uh, yeah, we need more teams in our cup. Having more teams doesn't hurt at all.
4: Um, Right now they're building a brand-new car. Do
2: you know what make it is, uh, Todd? Uh,
4: I don't yet because they haven't got it decaled or nothing yet. Um, I'm a big longtime fan of JJ's. I'm going to be taking his hat to Pocono with me.
2: Are you so, going to be able to give him a hand, or are you committed with another team for Pocono?
4: Well, if everything falls into play, I'll be with Mr. Wayne Peterson.
2: You're good. Well, that's, 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 good. that's always a fun and adventurous weekend, to say the least, Todd. So... I'm going to be rolling
4: in there, uh, in the Pocono Wednesday. Staying on a nice lake, got a nice lake, lake view.
2: Well, it sounds like it's a good weekend for you, Todd, and one you deserve and you need. So I'm I'm glad you're getting the chance to to do Pocono for the show again this year. Well, I'm
4: honored to do it for for the show. And, um, I'll be sending tons of pictures to <laughs> Rowdy, and um, I, it's going to be long. a really long weekend. <laughs> I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there yeah. for the Arca. I haven't heard nothing from the Xfinity yet. Then I'm driving back to New York and taking my nephew to the Cup race, who has never been to a race.
2: Oh, a pop Yes. Wow, Todd, what a great, what a good uncle you are, buddy. Ah, uh, he he's
4: gonna love it because I uh, got him a pit pass for Sunday and everything.
2: No uh, man. Ooh, doggy, who's gonna be the favorite uncle that weekend, huh? Yeah, you know it. Putting a huh. lot of miles
4: on this body.
2: <clears throat> you, and both, you and me both, Todd.
1: You and me both. How old is he? He
4: is 29.
1: So he can really appreciate
2: it. You guys are going to have a laugh. Just a so,
4: blast. I'm just happy that he could do that, you know, be able to go. And it's just going to be such a fun filled weekend. Um, I'm spending three days in Pocono. So on Thursday, when they do testing, I'll be there for that. And Friday, when Wayne and all them are there, I'll be committed to them for that.
1: What you know where Wayne and them camp at, don't you? You know where his group camp's at, Todd? Uh, I,
4: I don't, but um, I'm going to be um, hanging out with them guys. That, so, he's got
2: that lakefront uh, view that he's got right now, Rowdy. You should get Wayne to come and <laughs> camp with you guys. <laughs>
4: You know, he gets there. He might not want to leave.
2: He gets that way sometimes. That's
1: right. Hey, listen, did y'all see where uh, the Praters are not going to Toledo this weekend?
2: No. Rowdy, have you been reading my note? All Uh, all that way from Birmingham to Chi-Town? It's, yep. it's on the top of my list of, of things to discuss. Yeah, that's that's kind of a kind of a sad situation. Uh, the Iron Man, you know.
1: They've had a. But listen, guys, I did, Mark, did I say it? How's he going to go to Toledo on Sunday and be at Charlotte on Wednesday?
2: Well, I you know what? I, I, it just shows that. Well, maybe they're running out of steel-bodied cars to use up at, uh, at the short tracks, Rowdy, and, and it's time to go to the, the, the composite-bodied car and, and basically concentrate on the bigger tracks. It sounds like with them.
1: Yeah, he's out of steel bodies. He told me that uh, when we was at Talladega that he was well, he was out, out of.
2: They 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 probably used it up at Salem and uh, yeah they're they don't want to do any damage to one of their composite body cars so uh, especially when you know that's that's what you got to run on the bigger tracks now this year so
3: 105 consecutive it's 105 consecutive races 13,000 laps back dates back to 2012 for him wow
2: wow. I was
3: right.
1: See, he would come along about the time I started hanging out in the garage. Because, like you said, I I remember him driving. Uh, he actually drove a Venturini car. I uh, did. I think he did a start and park yeah. with it. But I know he, he he suited up and drove a Vendorini car. But then he drove for Wayne Hickson.
3: Well, yeah. the streak started. The streak started with owners Wayne, Wayne and Pam Hickson.
1: Yeah. Literally lived in the basement, he said.
2: Lived in the basement, worked on race cars during the day. Probably got a really good meal, couple of good meals a day. Uh, I know another team that kind of works that same way, don't you, Rowdy?
1: Yes, sir. Yep. We're well, uh,
2: few between. We gotta, we gotta appreciate those teams while we still can.
1: Yes, sir. Well, Todd, it's not many days to Pocono, my friend. I think it's uh,
4: sixteen count, days.
1: I, I was going to say I third I seventeen, but that might have been yesterday.
4: I I, I know it was many days. Yeah, that was yesterday count. And I am bringing um, my girlfriend, and she is a rookie, never been to a race, and I'm bringing her for the ARCA race.
1: Good thing you don't have her on the boulevard. And let her Todd, i seen the guy that spanked you so hard at the boulevard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he had him a rookie, and he was
1: over there whooping him just as
2: hard. It's a heck of an initiation time, I'll tell you that.
4: I'll tell you. I I did miss Talladega, and I'm definitely coming in October. I don't want to miss it. Gosh, I miss that. That track is so awesome. And, again, I can't think everybody. One of you enough, even Don Don, for everything that you guys did for me.
2: Hey, it was worth it. Uh, you you enjoyed it. You got a lot in. You you you're a great addition to the show. And yeah, I, I can't think of a. You had one heck of a newbie weekend. That's for sure, Todd. Oh,
4: most definite.
2: Did you get my bill?
4: No, Don, I thought you mailed that. Yeah, I think I mailed it. I don't know
2: where it is. Post due now, Tom. Don't worry about it. You can't mail one. It's too late. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a year it's a it's a year later, you know, the the um lemon law that was six months. That's
2: it. Oh, was it?
1: Well, uh, Kevin must be running into problems, guys. I- I'm afraid of that.
2: That's not a problem, Rowdy. We'll, uh,
1: oh, we'll, we're we'll all pop right.
2: up eventually, maybe. And jeez, we got a good, we got a pretty good conversation going on right now, anyways.
1: That's right.
2: But yeah, we all we do have Toledo this week. It's going to be a, an unusual. Stay at the racetrack on Sunday, Rowdy. Uh, uh, No Praters and and, uh, no Hiltons. And uh, that's going to be kind of a tough thing to deal with, I think. It might be for me.
1: Yeah, well, we got Toledo Speedway coming up this weekend, which is uh, May the 19th. That's a 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, and it's going to be on live on MAV-TV
4: and I'm going to be
3: watching. The race is actually the 20th, Robbie.
1: Is it the twi- 19th on Friday? Or Saturday? 19th, Saturday? Yeah.
2: yeah, they're qualifying on Saturday, and they're racing on Sunday,
1: the 20th. Yeah, I got that. Let's see. The garage opens at 7.30. No, the garage don't open till 8. The haulers get to come in at 7.30. The credential office opens at 7. Let's see. They got practice from uh, 12.30 to 2 o'clock on Saturday. And then qualifying at 4. The General Tire Pole qualifying. Two laps. And then Sunday... Uh, let's see, Sunday, the garage opens at 10 a.m., uh, the spotters, crew chiefs at 11, and then the race starts at 2, guys.
2: And Jeff and I will be there to cover it for the show. Uh, Unfortunately, you can't be there. uh, You're going to Charlotte.
1: Man, I tell you, if we just had a week, if that had a stretched out where you had a week off from Talladega and hit Toledo, a week off before you go to Charlotte, bingo. But we're doing the best we can do with what we got, guys, and we're going to do it.
2: Well, I'm sure they would have preferred to do it in a different version of the schedule too, Robbie, but sometimes – things come together a little later than you planned or sponsorship, whatever that dictates the situation. And, uh, it is what it is and we'll deal with it.
1: Well, Mark, let's talk a little bit about what y'all had going on this weekend.
2: Wow. Friday night. Uh, we saw a really great race after spending Friday afternoon, moving Jeff's daughter out of her sorority house. Uh, uh that was that was an interesting part all its own. We got everything she owned into the car into the SUV, including her. Couldn't see much of her in the back seat, but she was back there somewhere and she, she survived and we got her back home. And the racing racing couldn't have been any better, Jeff, could it? We lose you, Jeff? Rowdy?
4: Did we lose everybody?
1: Uh, we just took a cricket moment. Okay. Are we back? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it just,
2: we just had a slight <laughs> little glitch there. Uh, Jeff, Jeff and I saw one of the best dirt races we've seen in a long, long time, Friday night. Uh, Saturday night, we went to my... My time favorite racetrack, I only get there a couple times a year. It's it's a three-and-a-half-hour drive for me. Well worth it. Uh, but the race we saw Friday night was just incredible. From start to finish in the feature, three, four, five cars going at it, basically. Uh, the winner took it by inches, coming off of turn four on the last lap, Rowdy, for the checkered.
1: Well, it's some co cool pictures y'all, you and Jeff sent, so it looked like y'all had great weather and it looked like a pretty decent crowd there.
2: They had a real good crowd, and we, we met Dave Smith while on the Purple School Bus, Rowdy, and that was even better. Uh, we got I got to watch most of the races from the Purple School Bus, and Jeff went in the infield for the features and <laughs> got some great shots uh, for, for Facebook. So uh, we, we just... Friday, this was a really, really good day. You don't get much better days than at the race trip.
1: What model? Do you remember what that was? It looked like a Ford. Was that a Ford or Chevrolet bus? It was an older model.
2: I think it was a Chevy. But I could be mistaken, Rowdy.
1: Not a bad place to watch
2: race. It was a fantastic place to watch the race. Uh, looking overlooking turn one and two, uh, just out of the side just outside of the dirt flying into our faces, uh, we were able to avoid that all evening. Uh, probably one of the nicest views at a racetrack period, I would say. So is that his local track? It is, and he also goes to uh, Springfield for the weekend of racing at Springfield. So we will see him in uh, August when uh, we hit the the hundred mile around the dirt for the Arca series. He will be there in turn four. It's not hard to find his bus, and I'm going to plan on finding it.
1: Sounds like sounds like a plan there, Mark. Look for the purple bus.
2: Well, does it give you any hint that maybe you should paint yours purple, Marty? No, I
1: like it white and gold. <laughs>
2: I, I, I got to
4: step out for a minute, Roddy.
1: All right. Todd. Okay, guys. Hey. uh
0: Warning. The following will induce a craving for high-speed phone. The Monster Energy or Star Race returns to Charlotte. You've never experienced anything like it more entertainment including a concert by Cole Swindell and a high octane stunt show the best drivers in the world battle it out for 1 million dollars the monster energy all-star race at charlotte motor speedway saturday may 19th call 800 455 fans
1: reckon a million dollars will make them stand on the wheel <laughs>
2: I think it'd make a lot of us stand on the wheel, Rowdy.
1: That should be a good race.
2: We'll see, we'll see. I, I, you know that that all-star race gets so built up, and half the time you come away a little disappointed.
1: Well, the one, you know, the the best one is the one that sold me was when Davy Allison won it, going through, crossing the line backwards. And, uh, Kyle Kyle P- yeah, yep. that, that, that was,
2: a, of a finish me.
1: that was the, that was the one I'd already been nibbling on the hook, but that was the one when they yanked it back and it got, went up into my eye <laughs> that I knew I was hooked then, but that was, Hey, <laughs>
0: that
1: was a uh, night of racing right there, guys. That's probably, I think on that's right there at the top all-star race.
2: Yeah, they, it's you know it's it's kind of a tough situation to have an all-star race in motorsports. Robbie uh, NASCAR does a nice job of it. Charlotte enjoys uh, hosting it. It's kind of a win-win situation there. Uh, teams are at home, the travel costs are down. You get to sleep in your old bed at night for the most part, and uh, yeah, uh, it's it's kind of a fun way to lead up to Memorial Day weekend.
1: Well, you know, a lot of folks have said they should travel around with it, but you just give several good reasons why you shouldn't travel with it.
2: I I think the basic thing is is uh, it it gives you two weeks at home, even though you're racing both weekends. Uh, you know, it keeps the expenses down for the teams, and, and let's face it, that's bottom line—that's a good thing to do.
1: Well, if you're gonna be in NASCAR, you better be ready to be out of town for thirty-six races, because that's
2: <laughs>
1: that's basically what it it calls for.
2: That's the job uh, in description when you uh, you sign up, and you either you either do it or you don't.
1: Yep. Well, you know. A lot of kids. I see a lot of kids that six years ago that was Unistodents now are over in the cup garage. And in Xfinity there's more in the Xfinity garage than anywhere. Uh, on
2: trucks. On the trucks, yeah. I was just gonna say we can't forget that, Rowdy. Uh, there's they're spread throughout motorsports and on the, the stock car side of things and Uh, What a neat program. I'm I'm looking forward to hearing about its inception and its history and uh, all about it uh, more so when we have our next guest on.
1: Yep. Well, like I said earlier, uh, folks, we've we've talked about this for a while, and and I'm just glad Steve's going to be able to come on. He's actually in uh, Daytona right now. On a trip, a seminar on uh, alternative racing fuels.
2: Well, that's got to come about one of these days, I think, for, you know, all racing eventually, Rowdy. Well, as
1: crazy as it sounds, they, they say 2025 gasoline engines won't be manufactured for a car. As we know Uh, uh, it today.
2: Yeah, as we know it today. uh, Yeah, and beyond. It's just, you know, what's going to come about with, you know, our our fueling systems. So, yeah, we have to stand by and wait.
1: Well, I, I hate Kevin didn't get to call in tonight, but I understand why. And uh like I said he may be traveling and there's not a lot of service in between
2: there. So he's got some mountains to travel through, so
1: well anyway, hey, we got Ed coming on at the at the top of the hour there, moving on on the other side and uh Man, I'd like to meet Humpy Wheeler, guys. I just—I don't want his autograph. I'd just like to shake his hand. Oh,
2: huh? uh, I don't only really want to shake his hand. I'd like to just pick his brain for a little while, Robert. He's probably one of the most inspirational promoters we've had in motorsports, period.
1: I uh, think you're right there, Mark.
2: He... He's, he's the one who, you know, it, it wasn't, uh, Bruton Smith was smart enough to have somebody in there who, who knew what they were doing. Uh, I'll, I'll give Bruton that much credit. And uh, I don't think Chuck has been the same since Humpey's been gone, tell you the truth.
1: Nope. Hey, did you see an, uh, Kansas still has the uh, flat bleachers and not the seats? They actually, every other row, took the bleacher out.
2: Huh. Well,
1: Which gives you uh, plenty Saturday, of
2: room. The energy's in crowd there Saturday night, from what I saw in highlights and, and replays of the race. Jeff and I were at Wisconsin International Race, we at that Tundra Super Late Mile race. So we listened to it on the radio.
1: Hard to find a, a radio station that covers the race now. What's up with that?
2: Well, when we finally headed back, there was I don't know how many laps left, and it was down to the last caution flag, and I was losing radio contact, but luckily Jeff was picking it up on the phone off the, uh, the interweb. So, uh, yeah, we were able to listen to the end of the race that way in the interviews, and that's nice. Otherwise, we would have missed it. So, um, we uh, it was nice to have that uh, that voice of the race going on, you know, on the drive home because you're a little frustrated with the rain out as it is anyway. So, took a little of the frustration out.
1: I like to drive. I do my best driving while I'm listening to a race. I mean, you, you know, you just, <laughs> yep.
2: Time That's, goes by.
1: I mean, Sunday, I'm like, what time are you leaving? I'm going to leave about when the race starts. That's going to get me there about when I need to, so I can listen to the whole race.
2: Uh, unfortunately, most stations that carry RMRN don't carry the Xfinity or the Truck Series also, So, at least in my area. Uh Hopefully that'll change, but now with you know with with the new phone systems and and the phones we have nowadays, the smartphones, you you almost don't need the radio, Rowdy.
1: Yeah. Well, Harrison didn't Harrison Barton win uh, Toledo last year, guys? Yes, he did. I thought so. He's racing this was, weekend at Toledo also. Yeah.
3: I think he's back with
2: MDM. Is not he, Jeff?
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, I think he tested up there with
1: them. Now, I read Others? somewhere something was out that uh, Shelton Creed was, had pulled out of that race, but his name was still on the entry list this afternoon.
3: I'm surprised you call
2: out being the points leader.
1: Yeah, that's what I didn't understand.
2: Well, maybe we'll have a better you know, this all happened today, right, Rowdy?
1: Right. Yeah. We'll
2: probably have a better idea tomorrow what's happening. Hopefully he is gonna be in the race. No, the, the article
1: to... was, yeah, the article was in on Sunday, I believe what it said. It it never it just said okay. Shelton Creek pulls out of uh Toledo but I looked today and his name's still on the on the list at Toledo
3: Where did
1: you read it at? i s- one of my off of my news feed And then I went on MDM's page and I didn't say
2: nothing about it. Hmm. Well, really you'll we'll find out on Sunday when he or Saturday qualifying or we'll find out tomorrow <laughs> that's by right. the news wires. Uh I, I hope he's there. He's just too good of a driver. Uh he he would be missed. He makes for a but he makes for a better race.
1: Well, that's gonna be tough on uh with Freder missing he's ninth, I believe, in points.
2: Yeah, that's going to be a, a tough one. Uh, I know I see he said he was going to run. Seeing...
1: Yeah, I, I, he said he was going to race both of the uh, dirt tracks.
2: No. Uh, yes. I I don't I don't know. Uh the metal cars are 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 uh usable at the dirt tracks or not. Do you know Rowdy?
1: I think so, Mark. I believe they are.
2: Are they consider they considered a short track rule then?
5: Yeah.
3: I don't see Arca saying anything about uh Sheldon Creed not racing.
1: No, I didn't either. Jeff, I went on there and looked and I never seen nothing neither. Well as one of the things that come out of ARCA, you know, Motorsports Safety Group, Dr. Jason them's gonna hold another seminar at the uh Toledo track.
2: Problem is they're running they're they're holding it at eleven AM on Saturday and we're not gonna be there to, to to see it or hear it.
1: Well, May is uh, National Physical Fitness Sports Month.
2: Well, I guess I better start working out more.
1: Well, we, we all need to get a little more physical, I guess.
2: <laughs> we with, with the amount of walking we do at the racetracks, you'd you think, Rowdy.
1: Well, that's the problem. We need to be racing four or five days out of the week, Mark.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep, well, we could do I'm that out. here in the summer. <laughs> yeah. Be- between Michigan, Indiana, Illinois, and Wisconsin, you could probably do it up here in the summer race four or five nights a week. So June, July, and August, no problem.
1: <sighs> what are we... Over where our, our NASCAR, the Dutch NASCAR, Mark and Mark, are they in a summer or a fall over there now? They would be
2: in their, but it's their summer also, Rowdy, or their spring. Summer. Guys, they're, we got to work finals. out. Of,
1: you know, we was talking about working out. Of, we might could do something with them during the day at a racetrack so they're not calling in at, midnight because
2: Midnight 1am I think would is, be is the time difference for the show
1: Right I think that's what we come up with is about uh, 1 o'clock in the morning was the time difference when we start So and, you know to Mark- eliminate Mark- To eliminate that we could do uh, like at the track we could do somewhere where we could hopefully with our New headsets, and now it'll work a lot better. And we could do it during the daytime.
2: I'm, I'm looking forward to it, Rowdy. New toys to we play some, with.
3: We had some good shows when we did it live.
1: Well, they wasn't bad for what we was working with.
3: They were good, no. especially the one up, especially the one up in uh, Minnesota Alco. at Elko. Uh, at
1: Well, it's all on uh, archives, guys. All you got to do is find that date and go back to the date. I've listened to it. It, it was a good show.
2: Well, we uh, uh I I think maybe with the, the new equipment, Roddy, we'll be more capable of doing a, a broader band of, of interviews and be able to move about easier and uh, have everybody so condensed. Right.
1: I'm thinking so too, Mark. Well, we'll have that. We'll know that little adventure whether that'll work come <laughs> Charlotte weekend.
2: It's something to look forward to, Rowdy. I think
1: then all you need is uh, all we need is Wi-Fi. Yep. That's all we'll, well need is some as Wi-Fi. As, we have, as
2: long as we have Wi-Fi and the bandwidth, we're in pretty good shape.
1: Yeah. Well, as long as it's just ARCA, it's pretty good. But when you throw cup and, and uh, trucks or Xfinity in there, everybody's fighting, and then all the users, it, it shrinks really fast.
2: <laughs> we found that out really quick at Detroit a couple years ago, didn't we?
1: Well, Friday worked like a dream, didn't it? I mean, everything. It was right on target every time. And then Saturday, man, on race day, it just turned into a nightmare.
2: Well, if the schedule had stayed been like this year, last year, we probably would have been able to do it on Saturday with uh, the limited amount of NASCAR activity at the track that day. So maybe we would have had the bandwidth.
1: Yep. Well, all right, guys. We got our next guest calling in here.
2: All right, Rowdy. Uh,
1: all right, guys. I'd like to welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show, Stephen Klaus. Welcome, Stephen, to the Rowdy Maglite Show. Hi, Rod.
6: Hi, Rowdy. Can you hear me?
1: Yes, sir. I can. So, so I told him you Great. had a rough. You. You was having a rough day in Daytona today.
6: <laughs> Well, I flew in there. I'm in Sanford just about a half hour away from right now. So, right now it's uh it's not the greatest out weather out here, so it's not like Florida.
1: Well, Steven, uh man, we, we we've been trying to get this show put together for a long time and I'm glad we finally got you here, but uh exactly what is your title at Una?
6: Well, I'm uh, automotive division head, but also I'm an instructor there. But I also do—I'm uh, the coordinator, one of the coordinators for the race club and the overwall club.
1: Well, Stephen, you know I, we were talking earlier. Uh, I've been hanging out. This is going on my seventh year, and I have never, out of all those years, I've never seen a unit student out of out of what he should have been doing representing the school, and that says a lot.
6: Well, that's good. I mean, we do. I mean, I get my guys in there, and I tell them I hold them a higher standard. And I say, you're going out there. You're representing Uno. You're representing the team that you're on, and you're representing themselves for future jobs. You know, they go off to NASCAR wherever they go to, and that's where they want to go and get the contact. And they got to represent themselves really well. Steve, just uh, briefly. They... Go, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Well, I was just oh, saying. To... <laughs> All right, go ahead, Stephen.
6: Oh, okay. Well, I was just saying that you you told me that, and a lot of guys told me that. So I'm I'm glad they're doing their job there.
1: Stephen, kind of tell us, everybody, the listeners, about uh, the University of Northwestern Ohio. Exactly what what do y'all offer in motorsports?
6: Well, uh, in motorsports. Uh, we have a high perform- high-performance division, and we go through – we pretty much do everything on a race car except maybe for building the body itself. And sometimes they did even dabble with that. They did uh, the engines. Uh, they rebuild the engines, custom engines, suspension, uh, everything on a race car. They even have their own motorsports team running our own racetrack. And they run uh, – the motorsports team is kind of another division – a race club is, I, I i say it's just uh, just a club, but they do more than that. But the motorsports team is almost like a collegiate basketball team, but they do race cars. So they can go to that, and that's a dirt track. But also, for the race club, we get in the circle track and asphalt. So we do pretty much everything in the motorsports uh, that you need to do on a race car.
1: Well, uh Stephen, I'm from you know I live in Alabama and man the, the automobile business has really come to Alabama. I mean we did, just announced a couple of months ago Toyota's building a big plant by two hours out yeah. right here, going to hire four thousand people.
6: That's that's good. Then we're trying to train the technicians because we just don't do motorsports. We do the automotive. We do diesel. We do ag. So variety of things that they, we have there that uh, depends what they like and what they want to get into.
1: Well, uh, I know it's got to be rewarding, uh, Stephen, when you look and see some of these kids when you go in and they're in the truck division or they're in the Xfinity, and some of them I know's in the cup, and they've all come through Una.
6: Right, right. Well, I've been doing this for – I'm guessing around 18 years, and a lot of the guys are moved on. And like you said, they're up in all the different divisions. Uh, I, we've got some in Indy cars, We've got immense amount in the drag racing. So they're everywhere. So um, we're pretty proud of that. We're pretty proud of that. And they're ready to go. They walk right in, and they start working. So they're ready to work, and I'm, I think that we, can, uh, we prepare them.
1: Steven, how long have y'all been working with ARCA on y'all's uh, internship with
6: well, we've, race? Well, like I said, we started the race club somewhere around 2000, and um, mainly it was because we got a lot of free race tickets. We figured, well, we'll make a club up, and everybody go to the races. About a year after that, we had a student that knew... The family, Ron Drager's family, and we got to connect with them. So about a year after that, so I'm guessing somewhere in the area of 17 years we're going with Arca, and uh, they've been great. I, I can't think, I, I can't thank them enough and appreciate it enough, and they've been great for us.
1: I just hope it goes continues on, Stephen.
6: Oh, I hope so too. I know they uh, they were uh, they were purchased by NASCAR, and, that, and I hope that continues on, and maybe better. Who knows? So uh, the students love it. Um, They get a lot out of it. You know, some of them, they do it just when they're in school, and then when they get out, they go into something else. But there's a lot of them that have one thing in mind, and they want to go to NASCAR or or somewhere, and those are the ones that really make it because they have a mindset where they want to go to. They get connections through the ARCA teams, and they get the experience too.
1: I've seen it happen so many times too, Uh, uh, Stephen. I, uh, Mark, you live with, go ahead, uh, Steve.
6: Well, I was saying that uh, when I first met you and after that, you always came up in Daytona, told me how much that the students worked, how much you appreciated them and, uh, how much you're impressed with them. And, uh, that's really, I, I like to hear that. I like to hear that from anybody. And if you have a problem, you just let me know, but usually we don't have no problems at all.
1: Now, sir, you're not, it's, uh, I've seen them in some spots, and they just walk away and and, and handle it with with ease. Uh, Mark, you're live oh, yeah. with Steve Klaus.
2: Thanks, Roddy. Hi, Stephen. Welcome to the show. So glad that we finally got you on.
6: No, no problem.
2: Your your program is kind of a one of a kind. There isn't anything else in the uh, the industry like your program, is there?
6: I don't think so. There's some that, uh, you know, I'm not going to, I try not to put anybody down, and they've tried here and there, but uh, not to our, I guess, um, capacity, I suppose. Um, we really pride ourselves on that and try to get these students ready for whatever they want, and motorsports too. So we have, we have a lot of connections, a lot of guys and instructors that know connections and actually know what the people want out there. And so uh, I think we're really proud of that. we got a good product coming out.
2: How did you guys get involved in this little niche uh, of, of preparing students for – there's always been automotive schools, but not per se for the racing uh, industry. How, how did this
6: come about? Well, I think this was back in around 95 or something like this. They thought about motorsports because of it, so it was growing. NASCAR was growing, and we've seen to where students they maybe learn to work on a car, but there's a lot of differences in race cars, and we need to uh, we need to teach them that, and so they can be ready. So I think it grew from there, and uh, it just grown from since since that, and the, the club actually it was it was a little extra, I guess I call it uh, knowledge by experience, because they can uh-huh. learn it in the classrooms but if they can go out and learn it from the crew chiefs and everyday experiences, that's just leaps and bounds ahead of everybody else.
2: Well, it's always amazed me how uh, uh, open and uh, happy and positive uh, your students are. I see them at the racetrack all the time, and it's never a bad word, and it's probably the best thing they said they've ever done is getting into your program.
6: You guys are doing something right. Well, thank you very much. I, I think there was, there was not a lot of things out there for them to get them into a, a race team or something. You know, where do, where do you do? What do you do to get into a race team if that's what you want to do? You, there's no place to get trained. So we're giving them a place to start, I guess.
2: Well, there has to be a place to start, and it's, uh, it's not easy uh, getting into the motorsports world, and, and your program surely gives them leaps and bounds of, of a jump start to getting involved and in, in, in being able to get into that, into that program. And, uh, wow, I I, I I just, it amazes me every year how bigger and better it gets at the University of Northwest Ohio. Oh,
6: yeah, its I mean, I don't go to very many races and I can't, and I'm not going to get in the race cars, but I kind of live through them, you know, when they move off and, and they get back with me and see where they're at. And I think it's kind of like, I guess I don't want to say it, but it's kind of like a dad where a student goes off and makes good for themselves. I'm proud of it. So they do call me once in a while, dad, um, at the meetings. <laughs> Cause I watch, I watch over them and I tell them what they're supposed to do and not do. And, we do have guidelines. We are very strict and not strict, I guess, but very closely monitored what they need to do or not to do.
2: Right, right. Well, no, it's a great program. Please right. keep up with, your, with with what you're doing and uh, uh, come to the track more often so we can see you and, and visit a little bit.
6: Yeah, I, I need to do that. I thank you for saying that, too.
2: Well, you're welcome. And, uh, and I know Jeff's got some good questions for you, so I'm going to turn you over to Jeff, Stephen. Thanks so much for okay. being on the show tonight. And uh, we will see you at the Race track soon, I hope.
6: Okay, okay.
2: <clears throat> All right, Jeff, take her away, bud.
3: Thanks, Mark. Hey, Steven, uh thanks for taking time being on show tonight.
6: No, no problem.
3: Hey, your courses, now, do you strictly just – do do, like, stock cars, or do you do dragsters? Do you do dirt cars, or is it kind of lumped all into one, or how does that work?
6: <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, well, what we, do, we try to do is, like, the base, because most of the time the base performance, uh, high-performance aspect of it, you can put it to anything. Uh, it depends on the instructor what their expertise is. They try to hit everything but they might dabble into each one of them. We do have a drag uh, club. We do have, um, of course, the motorsports. That's dirt and asphalt. So if you take a lot of that stuff, just performance in the engine, you can take that anywhere because we have guys, like I said, we have guys in Car and NASCAR and drag racing and all that stuff. So they took all that experience that they got, basic experience, and put it into that. So we, we don't try to pigeonhole ourselves too much. Uh, I guess it depends on what the students, what they sit what there in the classroom, what they ask and what they want. That depends on how the class will go. But uh, right now, just entry-level, basic info, uh, information, and hopefully like the club, the most force, they will get the, uh, I guess, the um, knowledge from where they go to from the people on the team.
3: Now, your instructors, where do your instructors come from? Do they come from the racing ranks or the, you know, the is is it all considered together like your diesel people? Are they all in the same thing and they kind of branch off when they're done and go where they want to go? Or do you have a strictly where your instructors are coming from the racing background?
6: Well, most of them we try to – hired instructors from that background, whether it's diesel, automotive, and so forth. And the same thing with automotive. we quite a, we got quite a few of uh, instructors in hybrid formats come from racing background, whether it's dirt, asphalt. We've got one guy there that actually is a coach of the motorsports team. He comes from the actually background of uh, uh, pulling trucks. But he does know a lot of people in the drag racing industry. And uh, so we try to have instructors that have the background in racing. We have one guy, uh, Mike Stryker. He was actually champion in dirt track that built his own chassis. As far as I know, but I could be wrong, he was the only person that won in his class championship his own uh, chassis. So we do have quite a bit of expertise that are teaching these guys. And there's a lot of expertise there.
3: (laughs) Yeah. How many uh, students do you have in, like, your automotive program at a, at a time?
6: Well, it goes through the year. I can only say a full year because there's different classes go on there. So in I would say in a full year, it goes up and down. We can have anywhere from 1,800 to 2,000 students so all the way up to maybe close to 3,000. And I would venture to say somewhere half of that is in a high-performance area but they also will do uh, some automotive and maybe some diesel. Just depends on what they pick in their program. So they might want to do high performance, but maybe that won't work out. But at least they have a, a backup to go to an automotive dealership, whatever else, or a diesel dealership. So I figure about half of them are uh, high performance students. So thousand to you know twelve hundred maybe.
3: Now you said a year is that how long your program is a year
6: no i'm just i'm just taking a year uh we uh, offer uh associates program and usually that's a two-year program just depends on how they do it and how many uh programs they have in there so they're going to be there probably somewhere between two and three years and how long like an
3: extern go ahead
6: i would just say i would just take it a year just uh Because that's where, because it goes up and down, we graduate and go up and down. It just depends on when they come in. Like, we got a big influx uh, in June, and then in August, a bigger influx, so that will grow up a little bit more, so within that year.
3: Now, how long is it, in their associates, how long do they have to go out into an externship and work in whatever field they want to work in?
6: Well, they don't have to do that. We don't have it set up to where they have to do that. Most of it is volunteer. They want to do it, and that's a good thing because they don't have to do it. So we kind of use the club. We call it internship because that's pretty much what it is right now, but we just call it a club. So they don't have to do the internship, but that helps them out. And also the motorsports team, they can be involved in the motorsports team, and that just gives them more experience in it.
3: You find out a lot of your guys want to go into the externship just to get or get into the audit or the extra program just to gain the experience and get involved get involved with the race teams.
6: Oh yeah, definitely. You guys, anybody that loves racing, they're going to do it no matter what. And this is just a place for them to go to, and it's a possibility to you know further themselves just by right through that for contacts uh, for the for the uh, working aspect of it. I mean, Rowley, like he said, he sees our guys. Everybody else sees our guys, too. So they have a better chance of doing that. Uh, They have the background of the – they got their education, but then they do this, and that just gives them more, and they're more employable.
3: Now, do you help find them jobs when they finish their programs, or is it kind of on their own, or how does that work?
6: Well, we have a – excuse me. It's called uh, Career Services. Uh, they do have people that call in or they can help them get in jobs. Uh, a lot of times we hear stuff like I do from either uh, the people I know uh, or anybody on the other instructors, they haven't heard anything. So it's a lot of little bit of everything. We help them out. Um, if we have a spot, we have somebody we hear that uh, needs a, a place and uh, we can pick and choose, I guess, whoever's uh, – uh, wanting to do that. So uh, they got help throughout the college to help them find a job. All right. Um,
3: thanks for being on the show. You guys do a great thing for the automotive business and uh, the stock car business or the, uh, and I appreciate what you do. And uh, thanks for being on the show tonight. And I'm going to turn you back over to Roddy. Oh.
6: Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jeff. Uh
1: Steve, Stephen, if you know anybody, I've talked to several kids around here that uh, want to be part of racing. And I said, guys, you got to pack it up and go to Lima, Ohio. That—that's where well, the yeah. college. Is. Uh, it's kind of rough winter this year, wasn't it?
6: Well, yeah, yeah. It's it's well, it's always rough. <laughs> I get try to get these guys uh, ready for the year, and sometimes I like herding cats. Uh, But they come together and do a good job.
1: (laughs) Don, uh, uh, I got Don on the line. Would you take one question? Sure. All right, Don, you're live with Steve. Steven, go ahead with your question.
5: Steve, I help um, Wayne Peterson, uh, independent down here in Tennessee. and. Yeah. um, are y'all y'all equipped with a dyno up there? You can show these guys what these motors horsepower these motors put out.
6: Yes, we do. We have uh, several engine dynos and several chassis dynos. So it just depends what they do. Oh, okay. So they can run in and learn about uh, tuning the engine. And they do carbureted cars, but they also do fuel injection. And then of course you get into the tuning of the, some of the imports. Oh. But they also put them on the chassis dynos too. We also okay. have behind. We also have behind our dyno building, um, what well they did call it, they still call it an uh, autocross club, but they got into drifting. So they have actually pylons sitting out there so they can do some adjustments and testing and take it out in the, I guess if you call it skid pad or the uh, autocross in the back. So there's a lot of hands-on and uh, live uh, training Goes on there, so they could be us, they could do all that.
1: Well, uh, Stephen, if you would tell everybody where they can uh, get a hold of uh, UNA, the University of Northern Ohio, if they're interested in being part of this.
6: That's University of Northwestern Ohio, it's in Lima, Ohio. It's basically right in the middle almost of Toledo and Dayton on 75. Well, we're the other side of Lima, but close around there. Uh, the website is w. u n o h. Dot edu, and you get in there, you can probably find my name somewhere. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Stephen Klaus, Stephen, I appreciate it, my friend. Thanks a lot, and hey, enjoy. No problem, buddy. Enjoy your your little stay down in paradise while you can.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm going to back in and have me some uh, dog beverages.
1: <laughs> there sounds like a great plan
6: okay thanks for having me on
1: yes sir looking forward to seeing you again St- Stephen.
6: yes me too see you rowdy all right,
1: all right my friend okay all right guys uh, that was steven bye uh, all right uh <laughs> he sounds like he had a good game plan in store.
2: <laughs> it, it's quite a program, Roddy. Uh There's nobody else out there doing anything like that. You'd think some university in the Charlotte area would be interested in a program like that. Not Northwest Ohio, and they they've kind of cornered that niche little market and done themselves very nicely.
1: I tell you, a, a kid, somebody in the ninth, tenth grade. Alabama's wide open for jobs
2: for the automobile. Oh, you got a grand you got a grandson rowdy that that should should go there. Uh I I'm just thinking of Parker. Oh, he's a it, it, i think that'd be a nice fit for Parker.
1: He's a, in he likes the engineering part of it, that's for sure. He likes to build and tear apart
2: and try to build it back. Uh, kid after my own heart sounds just like me, Rowdy. Except I never got that stuff back together.
1: So the only thing I, I wanted to ask, what kind of alternative racing fuels I was working on, that was...
2: Yeah, that would have my... been, well, we'd probably been another hour just with that alone, Rowdy.
1: I know, and you could hear the music, and he was... <laughs> He he, he was just sitting outside listening. He was sitting outside talking to us with his friends inside.
2: All having a good time. Uh, I uh, won't thank you. Yeah. It it was nice of him to take a few minutes and and talk with us. And uh, uh, and I'm sure that's part of his position being at this university. But uh, no, that's. That that was great, very informative, uh, and we probably could have gone on a lot longer with a Rowdy. Yeah.
1: Well, at eight fifteen, we got Ed calling in, and Ed's got
2: a whole lot to talk about. Ed's a busy man. He's got two weeks coming up to his his or less than two weeks coming up to his show. So, uh, yeah. Hope everything's going well, and he's got fifty, sixty drivers already lined up, Rowdy. I,
1: for some reason, I think I seen he said fifty-three a couple of, few days back, with more, and he put with more to be announced.
2: I'm sure they're they're well on their way, well on their way. I I, I don't know what they're they're. Uh, Count was last year, but I know there was a tremendous amount of uh, drivers, old drivers, new drivers, uh, mechanics, crew chiefs, you name it. Celebrities of all sorts of motorsports were in, uh, lined up last year, and I hope he does just as well this year.
1: Yeah. Well, hey, let's let's take us a little time out just a minute. We'll wait on Ed. That one mellows you out. That 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 baptized gets you ready to scream and shout.
2: Why well, I'm still ready to scream and shout, Rowdy.
1: There you go. Well, we probably will when Di- uh when Ed goes down and gives us the lineup for the drivers for the weekend.
2: Oh, I'm anxiously waiting to hear from Ed. It's always a good time and uh Nice program he's put together, and uh, like I said, "Just looking forward to see what he's going to have on."
5: Well,
1: that's in Concord, North Carolina.
2: Yeah, it's just north east of, of uh, downtown Charlotte. Not far. Uh, the, the, the Charlotte metro area consists of, uh, Concord. So, yeah, it's part of the, part of the Charlotte network.
1: Just right down the road.
2: It is, uh, Jeff and I have been out to Charlotte a few times in the past few years and, uh, uh, looking forward to being out there this fall again and uh we we've gotten to know charlotte area or at least concord quite a bit where to eat where not to eat and you know we've been there enough times to know now
1: well y'all plan going leaving sunday headed
2: toledo right We'll leave. Yeah, we'll leave early Sunday morning. It's only about a three-hour drive for us, Rowdy, so we'll leave early. We'll go to JT's Diner, have some breakfast, head right over to the track after that, which is less than a five-minute ride, get ourselves set, set up at, uh, with, with uh, the, the booth, the credential booth, and uh, we'll start sending pictures and texts. And uh, let everybody know what's going on At uh, Toledo next Sunday
1: Well last year You know we did the uh, Big Brothers Big Sister event So it's going not going to be As stressful as
0: That weekend Which was a
1: great no, weekend Probably weekend.
2: not Roddy. It's going to be a different type of stress I think for a lot of people uh, uh, You know especially the people Who have been around Archer for so long That uh they they really knew what the Hiltons meant to the 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 ARCA Racing Series and we're all going to be a little uh, uh, that that little thing's going to be on our shoulders most of the weekend. First race back since since the tragedy and uh, the the news of the, the the acquisition by NASCAR and everything else that went on that weekend. So uh, it it should be quite a hectic weekend, I would think there.
1: I think so, too, Mark. I think so, too. You know, like you said, it's the first weekend back, and James not there. He was an icon.
2: Yeah, icon, stalwart. uh, You know, that that, that story, Robbie keeps coming back, and I know it comes back for you, too, of him sitting in that chair waiting for his duck. And they let him have that chair in first spot every time, just just out of recognition of his being James Sulton. Yep, he deserved it. Yep. So wow. we'll uh, we'll we'll go to the racetrack and we'll get the race in and we'll. Get some of our emotions Out of our systems And uh, it'll be a little easier The next race along at Charlotte But it's just never going to be the same Quite a while without the Hilton's being
1: made. Then on to
2: Charlotte Guys Woo. From, uh, from a half mile to a mile And a half Uh Big difference Of course That's the same thing Going from uh, Salem to Talladega Yeah Yes uh, Which track's better Ooh uh, They're different You can't compare them It's like apples and oranges Wouldn't you say
1: Yeah, uh, You can't Yeah
2: just, just you know, just the, the physical size of Talladega alone is just a—it's so immense. I, I still get a little, you know, chill up the back of my spine when we first pull in there, Rowdy, and go through the tunnel, and you see the banking on the other side. Uh, you can't help <laughs> but feel that little, that little chill. <laughs>
1: That's for sure.
2: Uh, and that being your home track on top of it, so. Uh, yeah, one of these days we're going to get you here to Chicago and show you some of that Chicagoland Speedway hospitality, too.
1: I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to so it. So are
2: we, Rowdy. So are we. And it'll it'll be here before we know it, so...
1: Well, we're waiting on Ed now, guys. He may be dealing with—he may be dealing with his own catastrophe himself.
2: (laughs) Who knows? When you're putting on an event like he's putting on, I'm sure there's lots of little loose ends to be working on. Yeah, but. Uh well oh well he'll call he always does he, he 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 likes us too much
1: hey I just appreciate Stephen calling in with uh, Una
2: what a great program huh uh, we, I, yeah I, we, I, I still can't believe there's nothing else going on you know besides them in, in in that end of the the spectrum of education,
1: we need to bring him on after we get at, in our off season, which we never have an off season, which is a good thing.
2: Well, we're racing for us goes through the first weekend of uh, December with the Snowball Derby, Rowdy, and. Uh, starts up again uh, in February, with they told us we had that little break in between, but it goes quick. Well, guys, I
1: think I told you on April 18th, I lost my Snowball Derby band. It finally fell off,
2: <laughs> <laughs> disintegrated enough that it couldn't stay out any longer. Huh?
0: Yeah.
1: It, it didn't just fall off; it disintegrated. It it, it, well, it lost its skin twice, and then then the finally we uh,
2: we, we tried we tried to salvage it at Nashville with a little Scotch tape, but I think I, we knew even then it was imminent.
1: Well, that looked too bootleg with Scotch tape
2: hanging out. <laughs> no, just like the good old days.
1: Hey, it was good for a smile. It was good for a cheap smile. What can I say?
2: Well, now you've got those banners to that you got to 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 give you a little smile on your face. So we get back, maybe uh, we'll have to hold of Tim Bryant and have him give you two uh, wristbands. One to wear until that one wears out, and then one to wear after that.
1: Well guys we'll look up and it'll be Snowball Derby.
2: Uh we got a lot of racing to go on before that happens, Robbie, but you're right. It seems to happen that way every year. But we're only in the first quarter of the the season right now and uh i have told you what, is it winding up to be a an eleven weeks of uh True competition, and see who can keep their head above water and breathe.
1: I'm telling you, it's fixing get tough, guys. That at eleven alone. weeks, yeah, eleven weeks gonna be that's gonna be rough on some, on some folks.
2: You know, there's there's gonna be it's just the travel alone, Rowdy. Uh, uh, Especially the Elko. Elko's that outpost. That's way the heck up there. Uh, that's as far as me. That's as far as me is to go as, as it is in Nashville. So, uh, at the long haul. Uh, hopefully, we're gonna make it this year because it was such a good race. It was such a good race last year. We're just hoping it'll be half as good as that one. Uh. Yeah, uh, I think that was the closest finish of the year last year too. Uh, if I, I'm not mistaken. Uh,
1: well, guys, you know we just witnessed probably the closest finish <laughs> that you'll ever in his,
2: In racing, in stock car racing history, it, it probably was the closest. Rowdy, it couldn't have any, if it'd been any closer, it'd have been a dead tie. It would have been a day. I know. Uh, That's how close
1: it was. I just couldn't – that's as close as it could get. I've watched that and replayed it back over and over and over, and I'm telling you, it's just – That's about it. That's as close
4: as you can get
2: to, to losing a race. I just enjoy watching the replay of the race itself uh, after being there live and covering it for the show and uh, you and I being on pit road and watching it on the big screen when we couldn't see it on track. And uh, But to kick back and analyze it and really watch it and, and watch the, what happened in that race uh, as an afterthought, it, it's fun. Uh, you you just you know you 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 go to anticipate things and they happen differently than you anticipate them too.
1: Well, I sent Ed a text. Counter job. We'll
3: will
1: call. <laughs> yeah, I just. Jog- I jogged everybody's memory this morning once. We've
2: been pretty good about our guests calling in, and we're good about setting out reminders.
1: Yeah. Yep. We won't even talk about last week.
2: No. It happens, Rowdy. Yeah. It happens.
3: At least they called last week.
1: That's right. That's exactly right. It
2: was a little miss out of order, but uh, we'll take it. And, you know, okay. somebody said we were perfect, so uh, we, we handled the situation. Everybody got on. We got a good interviews with everybody, and uh, and Don was gracious enough to hold on for a little bit for us. Yeah, well,
1: seven minutes. He's the longest. That's, that's pretty good. That was pretty good. We, I pre- appreciate him calling in and being part of it. Everybody, you know, you take time out of your Monday night and, you know, first thing, you've got to remember to call in, even if you're not busy. Right,
2: right. Well, but, you, know, you know what, we're taking... We're taking some time on Monday nights to to do the show too, and uh, so we appreciate the time that it takes to be on, and uh, we want 10, 15 minutes of your time and and enlighten our listeners a little bit and uh, just have a good time. We're just we're just a couple old guys and a somewhat old guy being on the radio talking about it.
1: Yeah, and the best part is we're hanging out with the '66 running. Really, it's the '66th year. Of the ARCA Racing Series presented by Menards.
2: Wow. Uh, that is a. Uh, that's an amazing run. Quite the amazing run there, Rowdy. And uh, it, it's a great time to be part of ARCA Racing and being involved with it as much as we are.
1: Yeah, we've. I'm enjoying it, guys. We've had a lot of good times. Still got a lot more good ones to go. A lot of great races. You know, I see nothing but great things in the future.
2: Well, like you said, Rowdy, the derby will be right around the corner on us, and we'll be here before we know it. But uh, we've we've just scratched the surface on this season. We've got a lot of races to go, and I'm looking forward to all of them.
1: Let's just hope the Derby and the and the banquets don't collide against each other.
2: Um, no, <laughs> I, I don't think that will happen. Uh, I I think Arca's been set with the banquet at that stage, and uh It's an open weekend. Nobody else has got anything going on. No other banquets are going on, and they can have that time to themselves and uh, everybody be in that Christmas spirit and uh, look at their best.
1: Well, all right, guys. Uh, Don, anything you want to throw in here before we put this thing on automatic pilot? No, I
5: can't think of anything. I didn't think of anything other than I probably won't make Charlotte unless I un- unemploy myself and then I might make it. <laughs> what? Give
2: you- yeah, my day Look, i that for you. My- <laughs> <laughs> if you had that yeah. RV, you could do what? Yeah. yeah.
5: I know, you know? You know? Yeah. I could. That I don't see that happening in the dear future.
1: Ah, uh, you never know. No, you I'm don't not, you know. I've I've know never seen million, I, I know some millionaires that come out of Tennessee. They moved to Be- uh Beverly Hill to Beverly Hills. Yeah, well you you ain't
5: look y'all ain't looking at one. I'm sorry. I ain't looking either, Dad. Yeah. How about
1: how about, uh, how about, how
5: about. Uh, yeah you know, you looking at a millionaire,
1: how about you there Jeff, in this in this this night
3: well, we're just about five days from uh five six days from Toledo, so just getting ready for toledo and we' we're gonna give you coverage and We'll be back on Monday to talk all about it and hopefully have the winner with us.
1: <laughs> sounds like a plan there. Yes, sir, that sounds like a plan there. Yep. How about you there, Mark? Is there anything you want to talk about before we you give the say la vie?
2: I've got to remember to bring my earplugs and my business cards to the races this weekend because I forgot them at Salem. uh, Can't let that happen again. And I've taken the, uh, uh, put a little kit together for uh, for Josie and a little kit together for the car. They're both together and I'll have whatever I need and eat both of them. So uh, with age comes wisdom, folks. And it only took 62 years almost for you to figure this damn thing out. We're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> and until uh, next week until next week we'll see you and we'll see you at the races, I hope. All uh, right. Have a good week and rowdy. I'll talk with you soon, buddy. Alright. We'll
1: we'll talk about that Charlotte deal tomorrow there when you call.
2: You got it, my friend. You got it.
1: Alright. Guys appreciate it. Appreciate Stephen calling in. It's one of those things, Roddy, but we pulled through and did a good show. Well, hey Kevin, I know it was busy. We I, I kinda I felt it. Not nothing, you know. I, you gotta win. He, he, he's, he's going after win number three.
2: Yeah, but I'll give him a pack up uh